Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. It is officially our last episode of the year. I can't believe that 2020, I was about to say 2021. 2020 is ending. So you're already ready to be I'm the so next excited year. for 2021. I can't even say, I can't even talk. No, but um, it's our last episode. We're excited to share some and year-ending topics with you guys. And we hope you guys had a great holiday, Christmas holiday, if you celebrate. I was here in Dallas and Sam traveled, but it was just another ordinary week for me. No, I mean, oh God, I no, this. no. It was really nice because I went to bed late. I slept in late. It was really nice. I went to bed really no, late. No, I was at my parents' house and we just like, we watched home videos. We looked at old pictures, which I shared on my Instagram, some of those. And you guys were all, were hilarious saying that you guys had the same outfits or that we looked like Mary Kay and Ashley, which fun fact, we have the same birthday as them, June 13th. And... Um, they're twins like we are so they're five years older than we are and growing up we thought they were the coolest I mean I think everyone thought they were cool but we had like all their videos um like all their different I don't remember what the themes were but they had a bunch of different ones that we I like idolized them one was like a safari kind of one was like a sleepover yeah the sleepover yeah I remember the sleepover but we loved them and then like I mean I'm not gonna lie they're a little weird now but um I loved full house and anyway, so I had fun sharing that. Sam traveled and she did Christmas with Taylor's family. And I don't know, I'm trying to think of the other updates we had. But yeah, so we did all that. The new year, um, we're recording this episode honestly before the new year, but I don't know if, if, if I get around to posting it, you guys might hear this before the new year, but if not, it'll be right after. So we're going to be sharing some stuff that that is regarding the new year and 2021. But Obviously, it can apply to any time, anytime you're listening to this. Even if you're um, listening to this like months down the road, it will still apply for you guys. So hopefully, it will be beneficial to you guys. I know in last episode, we shared some um, foods that are good to incorporate in your diet, like just healthy things to always be incorporating that you guys know and you guys have probably seen us eat a lot. And I feel like there's times that I'm like really good about sharing what I'm eating and other times I'm like, I just like forget and trust me, I'm still eating a lot all day, but you just don't I'm still think. mindlessly snacking. Yeah, and that is like, we'll be talking about it later in the episode, but yeah, Sam and I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm like crazy, but we like, I mindlessly, especially if I'm like, this is the worst habit to have is that I'm sitting there working and I just like hold my phone in my hand. And I just shove stuff down my throat. Because you guys know you've been there, like when you've been studying or working, you like to have a snack nearby, but then it's like the whole bag has gone and you're like, I don't even remember eating all of it. I'm like, did I eat this? I'm like, I remember the taste. I'm like, no, I didn't eat all those. Like, where's the rest then? of the bag? I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, oh my God, it's me then that I ate Then I stand it. up and I feel sick because I ate too much. But. That happened to us at dinner last night. I like, <laughs> I could did not we were eating dinner at our parents house and i my mom made this amazing like of course it's like vegan as usual but it was like this veggie thing and i we ate it like she didn't serve it in a bowl like we had to go up to the, the stove top to serve ourselves and i i you know i was eating pretty good the first i eat on smaller plates for this reason but i i put like the quinoa and whatever this the veggie stuff on there and we had a salad too i i ate and i ate and i wasn't even on my phone but i just kept eating and then I got up for like, I think it was two or three more times. <laughs> and then I got up on the table and I was like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm like so full. Of course it wore off and I still ate more. But, <laughs> but you know, it's like, I, that's something I could be better about is like, just like letting, you know, they say like yourself, like you wait like 10 minutes or something and then see if you want more. But 
I just love food. I'm like, I can't stop eating. I, I love, I love, I mean, I do in the mornings, I do fast a little bit, but after that, it's snacking all day. It's game over. It's like, until I go to bed, it's just like nonstop. It's the best I can do really. But we're going to be speaking of food. We're going to be talking about some immunity boosting foods that you can incorporate in whatever you eat, whether you're plant-based, you eat everything, you're gluten-free, whatever you eat, keto, these are good foods to be incorporating because they are just healthy in general, but everyone can use a little immunity boost with like cold and flu season going around and obviously COVID. You can be using these to just give yourself some extra protection from everything going around. So obviously we talked about, we've talked about berries before, specifically blueberries. We shared in last week's episode about the wild blueberries, which those are great. If you guys missed it, you can listen. But basically, the wild blueberries have a lot more antioxidants than conventional blueberries. So you can find those. I usually we get them frozen. You can get them at Costco and any other grocery store. They should have them in the frozen fruit section. But they are great to incorporate just like normal blueberries. But Blueberries contain a flavonoid called anthocyanin, and that's what's also in the in the wild blueberries that we mentioned, but they have a lot more concentrated in that one. But regular are still great. They have antioxidant properties that can help boost your immune system. So definitely want to be including that. You can throw them in fruit salads. Just I just snack on them all day. Literally right out of the container. Yeah, it doesn't even I don't, sometimes I don't even wash them. Don't tell anybody. And um I use those, but you can put them like in baking stuff. You can eat them as a snack. So many options to eat them with. You can put them on salads. Um, dark chocolate. You'll be a fan of this one, Sam. Yeah. You love. She I'm definitely is, getting my fill on that. She has a chocolate. She is a chocoholic. I did not get those jeans. I don't know. I mean, okay. Both of our parents love chocolate. I, I don't know what happened um, to her. I like it, but I'm not like, oh my God, I can use a piece of dark chocolate right she now. She literally, she's craving something sweet. She goes for like an apple. I'm like, no, no. apple chips. Oh my God. Still Those are better than apple. It's still an apple. And I'm like, that doesn't do anything for me. Okay. That's well, like, if I'm trying to be good. Dark chocolate contains an anti- another antioxidant called theobromine. And that helps to boost your immune system and protects the body cells from free radicals. I mean, I don't think they're saying go eat a whole bar of chocolate. I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to eat. And obviously the dark chocolate versus the milk chocolate is better. It's a better option for you. I always try to get like at least 80%. Yeah, it's maybe a little, it's a little maybe bitter. Maybe at least 70%. It's a little bitter, but it's much better for you. And there's a lot of good brands out there that are like fair trade, you know, all that I'm kind of stuff. It. Yeah, make sure you're getting those if you're going to eat it. So another one is turmeric, and we have shared about this herb a lot of times. Or It's a root, I guess, not an herb. But we actually did a podcast last year with the owner of Leafy Organics. You guys can go listen to that episode. Um, I will link it for you guys in the show notes. But turmeric is, or turmeric, I don't know which way you pronounce it, it is a great thing to incorporate there's so many ways to eat it. I mean, you could actually like use the roux and like put it in stuff. There's teas. The supplement that I'm talking about from Leafy Organics is a dropper and it has ginger, it has black pepper and glycerin, vegetable glycerin. Yeah, and it has something else. I can't remember. Ginger? Well, oh yeah, ginger. So it's really good for like inflammation and um, just to incorporate every day. And also um, Global Healing, the brand that we take for B12 and the vitamin C, they make a turmeric um, supplement also. Yeah, so it's a yellow spice that people use. It's used a lot in cooking, but I feel like everybody knows about it now from like um, a wellness standpoint, like in capsules or just supplements. But 
Um, it really improves your immune immune response, and it's um, the qualities in the curcumin is a compound in the turmeric. So you guys have probably seen supplements out there. We used to take that a long time yeah. ago before we started taking the leafy. But the leafy organics is a great, easy option. It actually tastes pretty good because of the ginger. But it's an easy way to get it in if you want some a supplement to take. But there's also teas, like I said, and other options, other ways to get it in. Oily fish, um, I'll be honest, we don't really eat seafood that much anymore. But if you do, this is a great way to get it in. Um, salmon, tuna, and other oily fish, they're a rich source of omega-3 fatty acids. And they reduce the risk of they can reduce the risk of rheumatoid arthritis. But they can also help you with just overall wellness and like I said, there's if you're vegan, there's other ways to get it in. We personally take a supplement that's um, it's not a it's not it's a like fish algae oil. algae oil. Okay, broccoli is something that we literally eat every night, and I know it's like a hit or miss vegetable, but it's kind of like Brussels sprouts. I think it's like kind of like people don't really like it, but we honestly, I mean, you could make it better. We just steam ours, but you could roast it in the oven, and it's a great source of vitamin C, which we all know boosts your immune system, and it has antioxidants, and it's a really good way to just help your immune system just get those greens in. Um, sweet potatoes, everyone loves those. Well, hopefully you do. They have a lot of beta carotene, which you guys have probably heard, but it's an antioxidant that gives it the color. And it's a great source of vitamin A that can help you with other things like skin damage and other things. But also, like I said, it has the antioxidant, so you get that immune boosting um, stuff from it too as well. Spinach, we eat that, something else we eat every night, and it helps boost the immune system and also has nutrients like flavonoids, cardinoids, vitamin C, and vitamin E, which both help to support the immune system. Um, another thing is ginger. I think we talked about these ginger and garlic in the other episode, but ginger we actually just made the other night. We made um, where you you slice the ginger, you peel it, you slice it, and then you boil it in water, and then it makes like a tea almost, and it's really good has so many healing benefits. Um, ginger can be used in like dishes as well, but it has anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. And it's really good if you're, if you are having a, like you're sick with something already, you can juice it or you can um, take like a shot of it, or you can have the tea like we said, and it's really good digestively as well. Garlic, like I said, another one that we mentioned last week, and it's a home remedy for prevention of cold and other illness. Honestly, like we said in the other episode, we literally get the cloves and eat them raw, and it's a little bitter. I, I probably, you might want to cook it a little bit, but that's the best way to get it. It helps you with all that stuff, um, and I think it really does help with like sickness and cold. It does. I yeah. think I feel a lot better when I do it if I'm sick. Yeah. Another one that they suggest also that Sam and I have not done in a while, it's pronounced kefir, and it's a fermented drink that contains life cultures of bacteria that's good for your health. So obviously... I number one thing is to have a good healthy gut so obviously taking probiotics and stuff like that but you can incorporate this kind of drink into your diet it helps with bacteria inflammation um, and all that kind of stuff it helps with your immune system in turn um, so that's something you could try obviously yogurts we don't really eat dairy but I know there's if you do there's, there's some coconut yogurt yeah sunflower seeds I need to do those more but they are rich in vitamin E which is an antioxidant and Vitamin E improves your immune function and helps fight off free radicals and stuff like that. Almonds have another great source of vitamin E, so you can incorporate those as a snack or put them in salads. 
You can bake with them oranges and citrus fruits, kiwis, grapefruits, all that kind of stuff. Very rich in vitamin C and can help with common cold symptoms and other stuff like that. Red bell peppers, they're also rich in vitamin C. Make sure you're incorporating those. And then in addition to foods, we take a vitamin C supplement from Global Healing that we've shared before. And it's just a dropper. Very easy to get it in. I feel like it makes a huge difference. Not only in the immune system, but also I feel like it makes my hair and nails and lashes grow because it helps boost your collagen. So that's another benefit to taking vitamin C because it helps with that. So lots of reasons to take it but those are some of the foods and then sam's going to share one other thing that we recommend as well before i do that another one is zinc zinc's really good too and um elderberry which is part of another product i'm going to share that we love using for immunity which is beekeepers naturals and we've talked about them before on our podcast on our instagram before because we love all their products but specifically a few of their products are great for immunity um their bee suit cough syrup is really great it doesn't have anything artificial in them which we love no no yucky chemicals or refined sugars and it tastes really good um you can use it if you feel like you're having a sore throat or to help you recover quicker or if you feel like you're getting a little tickle it really helps with immunity so we thought it'd be great to include that into this list and um yeah, it's great for that because it has different things like elderberry and bee propolis and olive leaf extract, chaga mushroom, all these really natural great things in them. And then they also have other products that we shared before that are great for immunity as well. Their propolis throat spray. It only has three simple ingredients and again, no yucky ingredients in it. And you can use that for immunity. Um, You can spray, you just put a couple sprays in your mouth and it's great. We use it when we're traveling or even during flu season, cold season. And I feel like it helps so much um, to prevent us from getting sick. And they have some other things like the um, bee powered honey and they have the bee pollen that we put on our um, smoothies and Uh, blueberry bowls and we love all their stuff so if you guys want to try out any of their stuff if you guys want to try out any of their amazing products you can go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash double dose for 15% off everything on their site so any of the products I listed that's b-e-e-k-e-e-p-e-r-s dot com slash double dose d-o-u-b-l-e-d-o-s-e and that's 15% off so thank you to them for sponsoring this episode Okay, switching gears, kind of on a similar note. Well, not similar, but I said 2021 is going to be a topic of this episode. So we are going to share some goals we have for 2021. Maybe they'll be something inspirational to you. And we're kind of, I don't really like the word resolutions because I feel like every year people try to set these resolutions that are not attainable. They're like, okay, this year, you know, this the t- stereotypical ones. Like, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to sleep more. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to start my own thing. Those are all great goals, but I feel like we all kind of fail those. And then a month into the year, we're like, oh, shoot, we haven't done them. I'm off track. Just forget it. So we try to set some realistic ones, and we're going to give some tips on how to set great goals, but we'll share ours first. And... Maybe you guys will get some ideas because I kind of had a little bit of trouble at first coming up with ones that were actually ones that I could actually do because, you know, everyone has these great goals, but sometimes they're like a longer term goal. So 
First off, I definitely want to read more books. I know that this is like a very cliche one, but I have enjoyed reading some books. The thing is, I don't really like reading ones that are not, I personally like the ones that are like about wellness or health, something that's like a self-help book, or I like ones that are like autobiographies, memoirs. I most recently finished Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights, and I really liked Which it. Which again, I still haven't finished. Sam hasn't finished it. I really liked it. But it's like I really have to force myself to read because I enjoy it when I'm reading, but I feel like it's terrible, but I feel like I could be doing other stuff. At night, what I do is I usually put it off until it's like warm weather and I feel like I'm going out of town. Like right now, I'm like, well, when I go out of town, But it's not like it's – that's not a good – it's not enough. So I'm going to try to read um, two to three times in a week is my goal to read two to three times. I mean, it could be probably at night is probably when I'll do it. But sometimes if I'm like on the bike or something and I'm not on my phone or I don't want to do like a real Peloton workout, I'm just like pedaling. I tried to – that's when I finished his book last time. I just was cycling and I just kind of – or not cycling. I was just kind of riding and pedaling. So I read the book. But um, that's, that's something that I want to do. But it's kind of hard for me to find a book that I like because sometimes I'm not – I start something and I don't really like it. So I like start like a chapter. But I'm like, eh, whatever. I if it's not something that's like, I mean, sometimes you want to get lost in the story, but if it's like one of those that's like turns into too a movie, corny. not too corny, but it's like you know, I read that book Verity, which is really good, but sometimes I want something that's like a realistic book, not like a, you know, like a I want like a memoir. I want like a true life book. Oh, that's a memoir. I want like their personal yeah, the story. autobiography. Yeah. Okay, so that's one of my goals, and then this is like, I feel like this is my goal every year, but it's terrible, but Sam and I were having a conversation about this, because my goal is to spend less time on my phone an hour before, an hour, sorry, an hour when I wake up in the morning, so let's say I get up at 7, I shouldn't check my phone until like 8 or 8.30, and then um, at night, to be on my phone an hour before, not to be on my phone an hour before I go to bed, which those are always – I'm on my phone all day, but I think the worst time on my phone is the mornings at night. I think I'm on my phone. I spend too much time on it. Yeah, like during the day, I think I'm – I feel like I I'm, might be on my phone working, yeah. but I might be like doing stuff on my computer or like doing appointments or on calls or on a walk or whatever. I'm not like necessarily on my phone. As then much. it's like at night, I'm like, oh, crap. I need to get all this stuff done. So I start like getting everything done, and then that's when I'm productive. But then it's like really late at night. And then in the mornings, I feel like I check it first thing in the morning, which is a no-no. I check it first thing in the morning and I start answering stuff. And then I work out much later because of that. So I think it's also like not a good way to start your day, no matter what job you have. So that's definitely something I want to work on. Um, But Sam and I were talking about goals and we'll talk about that in a second. But I feel like the reason I struggle so much with, with setting a goal with work is that like inside I really don't want to I don't want to stop working which is like bad but I think that's why I struggle because a lot of times a goal is like something that it should be something that you really want to do and like I think I know I need to but I don't really want to so that's like the difference I think it's it's not good but I anyway so that's why the goal always I feel like it always falls short yeah we'll go into the details of so okay and then um kind of speaking on that um to be um not on my phone while I'm eating and that goes with like anything no distractions I mean it kind of goes with tv but I feel like that's a lot of stuff to take away from me at one time so I'm gonna just say right now I think I, the goal for now or this year is to just not be on my phone while I'm eating which is very difficult for me I think I'm better we've been better about it like one or two days like sometimes here and there but it's like a problem because if I'm eating I'm just like oh I could just say like, kill two words with one stone I could just answer this email and get my breakfast down or like eat my lunch or eat my dinner but the thing is like I'm not, I'm not mindfully eating and that's what we were talking about earlier there's so many times that I 
although I eat very healthy, I snack and I mindlessly eat and that's never good either. Like you should really be enjoying what you're eating and chewing well because it affects a lot of other things. And I feel like you don't really enjoy the food that you're eating. So that is something I want to be better about. And I'm sure a lot of us like I think it started when I was in college because I would just like be doing homework or studying. I'm like, let me just eat this really fast. Or when I was working at my corporate job, I would just eat at my desk. So it kind of started these bad habits where I'm just like, let me just get stuff done easier and quicker. But it's better if you like literally sit down and make like an appointment basically to do that. Like when you go to lunch with friends, you, you don't sit there. I mean, you shouldn't be on your phone. Yeah. So obviously doing that. Um, and then this is just like obviously traveling is kind of different right now. But I'd love to travel somewhere, just one place somewhere different that I haven't been before. Um, but like I said, I don't know how that. Yeah, we'll see how that it goes. It could be this year. well somewhere in the United States wouldn't be as difficult to do. I would really love to go to Charleston. Um, that's somewhere I haven't been, and then I'm trying to think where else I haven't been in the United States. I mean, I've been a lot of places, but somewhere that I actually want. I would to honestly go. just like to travel more than I did last year, but mm. we'll see how that goes for yeah. 2021. Um, this is a big one: cleaning out our closets and decluttering. And we, I want to set a goal to do that. Do that once a quarter, which wouldn't be too bad. It's like what is it, every three months? Mm-hmm. So maybe that would just make us stay more on top of it. I mean, I think we do like here and there clean stuff out. I'm like, oh my god, this is like a mess. I need to clean stuff up. I will, but not like a deep clean, like not like really. And then obviously going off that, I'd like to just donate again once a quarter because we do donate at least once a year, but I want to do that once every quarter that way. And not just like maybe food as well, not just clothes, but um, we, we're pretty good about donating. Just I feel like I'd like to donate a little bit more than we do. Um, and then going off with the phone thing, the bedtime I need, I am terrible, terrible at bedtimes. And this is nothing new. We've been in this since we were children. And I feel like kind of that's probably never going to change. But I can try to have a goal of it to be in bed by 11. Like to be asleep with the lights off at 11. But it's very difficult for me because a normal bedtime for me could range from 11.30 to like 1 or 2. So that's not good. Um, Another one, which I've kind of already started, but to rejoin the gym and go two to four times a week and you guys know we have a peloton bike but i've been trying this is alexis speaking i've been trying to be better about just um just being out more i mean obviously covid is a different time but i'm saying obviously safely i feel like you have to like preface everything yeah (laughs) but um obviously with the precautions but the gyms are open obviously so i'm i rejoined and i'm gonna try to go a couple of times a week, definitely not every day because that's what I used to do. But I'm just going to, you know, we have stuff at home. So I'm just going to try to go a couple of times a week. They have yoga there. Like I could start doing that more, which is another goal of mine to do yoga two to three, two, sorry, two times a week, which isn't that much, but I don't do any right now. So, or I've, I've been good at certain points, but then I fall off the wagon and don't do it again because I would much rather do like a real workout. I mean, there are workouts, but I'd rather do, like, a weight workout. Where they're I just feel like you, like, I feel better. I'm like, I did, like, I comp, like, you almost feel like you accomplished something. At least I do when I do, like, a weights workout. Yeah, but, but the yoga, I, know, I need to think of it differently. I do feel my body feels so much better when I do it. Like, if I do, like, a 45-minute flow, I my hips feel better. Like, mm-hmm. everything feels looser. But it's just to get me to do it. So, I feel like if I go to, like, the gym and do it there, I think it'll hold me more accountable. But... I, the ones out on the Peloton app are great. And then I've tried some other yoga programs as well. 
Um, and then something self-care, kind of going off that, something self-care related once a week. It could be a facial, a massage, a pedicure, time just like on a walk by yourself. But I already kind of do those, so that doesn't really count. Um, just, you know, just something that's relaxing for yourself that makes you feel happy. Journaling every morning or, p- or night. I usually do it at night. I used to do it both times, but it was just too much for me. Like, I don't like, I feel like I'm just like, I need to just do it one time. So I do it at night. I always, I do it every night. And I have to say, I started that December 31st or January 1st and I did not miss one day. I've done it every day. If I did miss a day, I made sure to go back and like fill out that day. And yeah, that's what I do too. So I've been doing that for a year. I started that last year. So I'm happy to say I'm still doing it. Um, drink a gallon of water every day. I'm doing like probably like one and a half gallons a day with my tea and everything. But I'm going to try to do two gallon. I mean two, one gallon a day. We'll see. Um, so those are my goals. I think, well, ours kind of... We kind of wrote ours together. Some of them overlap and some of them obviously don't. But uh, going off that, we kind of wanted to talk about kind of how to set... If you guys are kind of like how to set goals. Honestly, <laughs> this brought back so many memories of college and high school. Because I remember... You guys might remember, first of all, when you think about goals, you might think of SMART. And some of you guys might know might not know what that is. But we're going to explain that a little bit. I kind of feel like I'm a teacher. Um, but... First thing, um, there are three things you kind of want to think about also is you, there's a lot of research that shows that you have to have, besides making the goals, there has to be kind of three factors to achieve them. Um, one of them, one, one of them is motivation to change. The other one is willingness to monitor the behavior. And then the third one is willpower to make it happen. So you might be thinking of a goal, whether it's like eating healthy or working out, or for us, it's like kind of having a more work-life balance and putting our phones away at night and stuff like that. And we were talking about this before a podcast and Alexis was like, well, the problem with me is I don't really have a motivation to change that. I don't really want to change that. And I don't really have any kind of willingness to monitor my behavior, which I can attest that's true. So it does make it harder. Like that's why she probably- You have to want like with eating healthy. I was telling Sam the example of us switching to vegan- I, there were so many years that I said, no, like I don't have a reason that I want to do it. But then when my health and I felt so crappy, I was like, well, you know what? I try everything else. So I'm just going to try it. And I feel like you have to get to that point. I'm not saying it has to be like something crappy like that, but a goal has to be something like that where you're willing to change and you want to make yourself because the work thing, it's like, that's the problem. And that's, I realized that's why I don't want to do it because even though I know that it's better for my health and my mental health to take time off and to not work that late, I still, I want to work. So like, I just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So then going off that, then, so the SMART, what I was talking about, that stands for an acronym for different, um, Uh, different how to set goals and how to achieve them so smart stands for specific measurable attainable or achievable realistic or relevant and then timely or tangible so specific when you're setting goals you want to think about all these things so that they're actual goals that you could maybe possibly achieve so specific would mean basically um obviously specific you need to get specific with it and you want to consider the who the what the where the when the which and why you're getting specific about a specific like about a goal so think about that when you guys are writing them down or starting to brainstorm them and measurable kind of goes hand in hand with that 
you want to like you want to think about how will I be how will I know if I've been successful in achieving this and how will I need to know if you need to like make adjustments or fine tune things. So you want to be able to measure um be able to measure how if you're achieving that specific goal. Yeah, like when I said I want to read two to three times a week, I set a measurable goal, not just like I want to read more because then you're just like, okay, I'll read more. And well, it's also like how are you keeping track of it? So yeah. like obviously you'll know you could write down that you read this day. You could have a little calendar that you do this. Or if you're trying to work out, you know, five days a week, you could write down that you worked out or you could have a plan that you're going to work out this many days a week. So that's kind of how... And then they all kind of go hand in hand. You'll see that they kind of overlap. So attainable or achievable, um, you want to, you don't want it to be easy, but you also don't want it to be too hard that you're never like you'll just give up on it right away. So you want to avoid setting goals that are like way beyond your reach. But with that being said, I've also read um, when I've you know been looking up this topic or like setting my own goals, they were basically saying that like some people recommend like there was an example that. I might be botching it, but the gist of it was if you want to make a million dollars, these experts say you shouldn't say you want to make a million dollars. You should say you want to make 20 million. And then even if you're failing at the 20 million, you're going to make a million. So it's kind of weird. I mean, I think go with more the idea that you shouldn't achieve. Don't tell yourself. I mean, some people do. They lose like 200 pounds in a year. But I wouldn't say if you're really just trying to lose weight, I would say set something achievable. Don't tell yourself let's lose 100 pounds in a week. Like that's not going to happen. So Set something achievable. You know, I always say less is always better when it comes to goals like that. And then timely or tangible. Obviously, for a goal to be realistic and to actually happen, it needs to be grounded within a time frame. That's exactly what I was saying. So you need to be realistic and something that can actually happen. So don't, I mean, I wouldn't say like right now during this time, we're going to travel to 50 different countries. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen in 2021. So I think just um, keeping those things in mind really help to set goals that you could actually um, follow through with. And I think the biggest part of it also is like what we were talking about earlier is you need to be constantly asking yourself the why. Why is this specific goal so important to you? And Think about different steps you can take um, within the goal to achieve it every single day because you're not going to achieve these goals overnight. It takes time and you, you know, and I think kind of looking inside and figuring out why you want to do certain things helps so much. It's not just like, oh, I because I want to be rich or because I want to be thin or I, because I want to do this. It's just like, for me, it's like, why do I want to have a work-life balance? It's because I want to be healthier. I want to have a better mindset. I want to, you have to ask yourself why I care about the people in my life and I want to have more time where I'm not stressed out of why I'm trying to get everything done. So for me, everyone's going to have their own reasons of why, but I think it's really important at the end of the day to look look within and figure out why what's important to you and not just like don't set goals just because you think everyone else is setting that goal it's a really a personal thing and what mat what matters to you and that's going to be different for every person so i think it's important i'm not like a big like oh let me let me set um what is that it's not resolutions. resolutions but i think goals are different goals are like what you want to achieve in the next year so i think that always helps to grow as a person yeah so speaking of goals i we didn't set a goal for meditation this year because I'll be honest, I've tried it. I did it for a long time. If you guys have followed me for a while, I did the daily meditations like using the guided ones on my phone, but I just got off the wagon. I just couldn't get into it. It was hard for me. We did do an episode, uh, I think a year or two ago on meditation 101. So you guys can go listen to that, but she was great, great instructor. I just like have a hard time maintaining it. 
and I just couldn't I just couldn't do it for like a long time but you know I think it's one of those things if you do it consistently like working out you can train yourself to enjoy it but I just like kind of like I just got kind of distracted and I didn't ever do it again but if you are if you're like us and you have like that anxiety you know the anxiety tendencies or you just have an anxious mind like we do these are we went to Miraval in the summer with our mom and we did a course there on like grounding and breathing techniques like with anxiety and stuff and we were we taught we we were taught some great things and we wanted to share them with you um and stuff you can incorporate every day into your life if you're going through an anxious time or you just need some like grounding help so grounding means that it brings your focus to what is happening to you physically either in your body or in your surroundings instead of being trapped in your anxious thoughts or in your mind that makes you feel so stressed out and on edge. So for me, like I feel like there's so many times and I just have this kind of like mind and it's been like this since I was like a child. I would freak out, something would happen usually in school and I wouldn't do well or I would just get a lot of anxiety and I just couldn't get out of my own head. And I had the worst, I mean in college it was really bad. I would go take a test, like a we sometimes, I think I remember, I never forget, it was calculus, we had tests at night and it was from 7 to 9 p.m. at night. So I, you know, I'd have class all day and then I would study before the test a little bit and like prepare myself and make sure I was ready. And then I was like, hey, I knew everything. I'd get to the test. You know, you're already tired from earlier in the day. I get there and it's like we're all in this big auditorium like spread out. And I like start doing the test and I like literally cannot focus. I start freaking out and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know anything. And I start playing these games in my head. I'm like, no, you're like an idiot. You don't know any stuff. And I mean, it's terrible. And I would freak out and I could not, I could not pull myself together. And then I'd get, a, I'd have to turn it in and we'd go every time I would go to IHOP after. <laughs> <laughs> that was your tradition. We'd go to IHOP and you could keep, we'd get the huge plate. But you would keep, so when you'd leave the test, it was like a, they'd give you like a paper, like, no, a, like a few papers. They'd scrap give paper. you, no, yeah, scrap paper, but they'd give you like the test and you would do all your, your work on the scrap paper, but you didn't have to turn that in for some reason. So it's we, kind of weird. I know. So we would we would come we would go to IHOP with our pieces of paper that we did all the problem solving on, and we'd go over the answers. And I like literally Stan was like, well maybe maybe no maybe I'm wrong. And then we get it back, and she's like 95, and I'm like 70. So I mean, I just would freak out on the test. So anyway, back to this anxiety thing. I wish I had these techniques on bringing yourself back to the present moment and like really centering yourself, because I feel like I could have benefited a lot. So it helps you because it. When you're really stressed out, you're just like in another, basically another state of mind and it brings you back to like the present moment. And that's why meditation is so great. But for me, I just, I don't know. I need to try it again, maybe. So some of the techniques, there's a different ones, but the first one is called the grounding chair. And basically with this one, you just basically sit down in the chair and like you can do this anywhere. If you're like, let's say you're in the middle of a test or before a presentation, you can sit down and make sure your feet are touching the floor. You close your eyes and you focus on your breath and you breathe in slowly for the count of three and then out slowly. And it brings your mind's focus to your body and you just kind of just focus on like your body, the sensations that you're feeling and just like you're where you're breathing and everything in that moment. So you're not thinking about everything that's happening in 10 minutes from now or anything else. You're just thinking of the present moment. So another one that I've heard a lot of times, and this is one of the ones that we learned in the Miraval course, is called the 5-4-3-2-1 grounding technique. 
So basically what you do, you name five things out loud. You, you open your eyes and you look around. Five things that you can see within the room or like if you're sitting somewhere, there's a window that you can see outside the window. Then you say four things that you can feel. It could be like the chair you're sitting in, your hair, um, anything that you can touch nearby. Three things that you can hear. It could be like traffic, birds, or like the air conditioning going, a fan going, something that's you know quiet. It could be like your dog, whatever. Two things that you can smell um, around you. And then one thing that you can taste. Um, so those things, you do all those things and then you take a deep breath and it really makes you focus and like re, I don't know, re-energize yourself, I guess in a way, because you're not, you're focused on all those things that you just mentioned out loud. Your brain had to like switch to something else. Another thing that they say is you can hold on to something and really focus on it. So a lot of times, a lot of people are into the crystals, so you would hold that into that and bring your focus onto that and um, just obviously it's all about just switching your attention is basically what it is but a lot of times you can't just tell yourself change your mind like switch to something else um you can let this is what meditation is kind of like letting your thoughts come and go i remember when i used to do the meditation a lot it would basically just tell you to like when the thoughts go I mean, when the thoughts come it's basically like if you're on a walk and people walk by you you just kind of let them walk like you by acknowledge you. they're there yeah you, but- you see them but then you just they walk past you and, and that's it so you're not ignoring them. You're just kind of letting them pass by you. And then this is one I've never heard of before, but it actually sounds kind of cool. So you basically place your feet on the ground and then you pick like a favorite color on your head to draw an outline around each foot. And then you start like at your heel and you use your imaginary pencil to go up the side of your foot around your toes and, and then you repeat it on your other foot. Um, and then in yoga a lot, if you guys remember, yeah, I was gonna say, that reminds me of they that. scan, they tell you like to scan basically your body. So they like start at your head and they go through like all the different parts of your head, your arms, your up chest, down your arm, and, and it is leg. like, it is kind of relaxing, but other times I feel like I'm just like, hurry up. I'm like, I know what's coming. Next. I'm like, get to the next body part. Um, another thing they say, obviously working out, but, um, obviously that helps me a lot, but also like the slower workouts, like yoga, Pilates and that kind of stuff I think is more helpful because the other stuff like it could help you but it raises your cortisol too which sometimes I think just makes you more anxious at times but maybe not it just depends what you're feeling so those are things that work for us and um and on another wellness note we wanted to share again about beekeepers naturals we honestly your immunity is really plays into your stress and your anxiety as well yeah so in case you missed it earlier in the episode, we wanted to share again about Beekeepers Naturals and our favorite products from them. The Bee Suit Cost Syrup is a great option. You know, everything with everything going around and just to have on hand in general. It's just a great option because it doesn't have any of that those yucky chemicals in there. It really helps to soothe your throat. It promotes recovery. And even if you just feel like a slight tickle from the from everything going around, it's great to incorporate. We love their other products, the Propolis Throat Spray. Um, we love their honey. It's great to use just every day and obviously tastes amazing. And um, the bee pollen we've shared. So if you guys want to get some of their stuff, you can go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash double dose. That's B-E-E-K-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S dot com slash D-O-U. B-L-E-D-O-S-E. And thank you to them for sponsoring this episode. We're going to finish off with our favorites and wrap this episode up. So, Sam, you want to share yours? 
So we're going to be sharing our favorite plane snacks or kind of like travel snacks that you can take with you that don't perish. And because I do sometimes take apples and you can take whole apples with you. I always do that. But if you're looking for like a dry snack that, you know, you don't have to refrigerate. Um, I love the almond flour crackers from Simple Mills. They have um, only a few ingredients and they have different flavors. They have a cracked black pepper. They have um, a sea salt one. I think the sea salt one they sell in a big box at Costco. But they have the smaller boxes like at the grocery stores or online on like Thrive Market or anywhere like that. Um, even on their website they have it. But they have um, – I also recently tried the tomato, the sun-dried tomato um, and I think in basil one, and they, they kind of taste like Cheez-Its, but like healthy. So they're all like, um, the flavor they listed out are like gluten-free, they're non-GMO, um, corn-free, dairy-free, um, paleo, vegan, and they're baked, so they're not fried. So they're really good. You can dip them in things, but you can just have them like how you would they're kind, good of, by themselves. kind of like Cheez-Its or like crumbled on a salad or anything like that. So they're good. And then mine, we already talked about these up earlier in the episode, but the bear apple chips, I... I'm obsessed. I buy the big bags from Costco because I eat them that much. They're so good. They're just apples. I mean, they have other flavors, but the apple ones are my favorite. They're just baked apples, and they're so good. They're crunchy. They're crispy. They have pineapple ones that I've shared, but the apple, I mean, they're both good. The apples are probably what I eat the most. and The pineapple ones are good. They're just sweeter. Yeah, they're sweeter. They're, really um, they're more like candy they're, in a way. I, of course, I ate a lot Sam of Sam loves them because of their <laughs> they're sweet. But the apple ones are still really good, and like I said, I'll eat the whole bag myself, no joke. So you can get those at Costco, at Target, any grocery store, even at the airport they have them. So really good plain snack or travel snack, purse snack, whatever you want to say. So um, that's all we have for this episode. We hope you guys have a wonderful start to the new year. We can't wait to continue to connect with you guys more. We can't thank you guys enough. Thank you so much for seriously following along with us and everything we share day to day on our Instagrams, on our podcasts. You guys are what make our job so much fun. And that's why I can't turn it off because I love you guys so much. And you guys are truly our friends, our family, and we cannot thank you enough for all of your support in 2020. And we hope it continues into 2021. Seriously, thank you guys so much. We wish you guys a happy and healthy new year, and we'll talk to you soon.